and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Today we're going to be talking about expanding our mind through experiences. And I think what's kind of cool about this for me is, you know, as we were talking about it is there are so many ways to do it. Absolutely. And one of the things I think that you have to keep in mind when expanding your mind through experience is really being present in that moment so you can experience that moment to its fullest. You know, when you said that, that reminds me of that photo you see of the parade and everybody's got their cameras out and the only one watching is the little old lady. It's like she was truly in the moment and just how we have our cameras, we have all these things and but sometimes we're not really experiencing the moments because we're recording them to experience them later. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I find that I have, I've been guilty of that in the past, especially like going to concerts and things like that. But I've, I feel like master of getting that framed up and holding it above my head and watching the concert with my own eyes instead of watching it through the screen on my phone. I've really worked on doing that because I want to have the experience while I'm there and still recognizing the fact that I want to record pieces of it. But being there in that moment, that's a huge deal. Well, and I think that's what it is. And not that I'm saying, you know, or I don't think we're saying don't take photos, don't record. But it's when you do it so much that you're not experiencing the experience. So therefore, it takes a little bit away from that. And, And it's through those experiences that we do expand. What are those little intricate things that we may have missed Right. Because we're recording something over here or whatever it is. I think it's just. Well, it's exactly like, I don't know if you've seen the meme on social media where that they say I'm the kind of person that if I wasn't properly listening to a song in the car and appreciating it the way I should have been because it's a song I really like, I'd go back and listen to it again. I think that that's kind of a part of that, too. And sometimes we don't really realize, like just being in that moment and having that experience, how much it can expand our minds. You know, when we talk about what kind of experiences can expand your mind, there are a multitude of experiences. For us, I know one is travel. Absolutely. One is our relationships. One is the arts, particularly music, dance, art, you name it. You know, I think for me, really that moment of, whoa was when we went to the Louvre and we got to see those original pieces and just that experience for me and I was so grateful because I am a renaissance I love the renaissance period the renaissance art and to be able to have that experience and see that renaissance art right in front of me and I was so grateful that you and Sandra said yeah we could go start with that piece because it was just such an experience for me and just the the size of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and I think that, you know, people, when we talk about expanding the mind, the importance of that, because it's such a rewarding thing. I mean, even when we talked about going to Europe and, and it was Sandra's idea to go and do a food tour there, that's not even something that I had thought of or considered no. or that. And it was such a great experience. And the gal that took us on the tour of that, how she explained some of the background of where these foods came from, how they came about, how they became a part of the culture and everything. That's what we're talking about. It really expands your mind when you have those kind of opportunities. And I mean, it's great when you can do it through travel. I think that's a huge way of doing it. 
Because you get to learn about people from everywhere and their experiences. Well, and also sharing those experiences when you do travel with other people, you know, that was her thing of, you know, let's do this experience and being okay with expanding your thing and not sitting there saying, oh God, I'm not going to do that. That's not, no, it's saying, okay, well, this is going to be different. And what was really cool is that we ended up being the only three on that tour. So it was amazing to, when you think about how the food there was made and this was in Paris. And so it was really, and there's some food we were just like, "Mm, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Right. But having your own private tour. And like I said, even some of the locations that she took us to, she would give a little bit of background about the location itself. So you never know, you know, when you go into something like that, like I said, that wasn't even something I had even thought of doing, but it was great. Well, I think the other thing that I thought was really, really important for us to learn is that we're in the United States. We're used to them coming, bringing our check, doing all these. They don't do that in Paris. And she explained, you make a reservation at a ho- at a restaurant, that's your reservation till it can be all night. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They want you to experience the food. They want you to experience the culture. They want you to talk about it, to have those rich conversations about it. Yeah. So you will not see them coming to give you your ticket, you know, your, it just doesn't happen there. So that was kind of neat for us to understand that experience that it's very different for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and well, and it's very different from here because you know, a lot of the times, and it's not that they're, I feel like that people are being inhospitable when they come to the table or that and say, you know, here's your check already. And they'll tell you no rush and that. And but it's just so something that we're so used to here. So that was very unusual. Well, we have had times when we're at restaurants and, and you're eating and they're taking your plate away. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that does we happen. We have had that once or twice. It's like, excuse me, I'm still, I'm still working on that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But the cool thing about when you have experiences is you get to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And you get to share that experience with somebody else. And oftentimes we'll see this on our Facebooks when we post pictures of our travels. People will say, oh, thanks for sharing. Because it's like we're going, it's like you're sharing that experience. It's just like we're going on vacations with you and doing stuff like that. And I, and I have a friend and she travels a lot with her job and stuff. And she always posts some of the most amazing photos of wherever she's at. I think she's in Qatar right now. Somewhere, anyway. Guitar Dubai. Anyway, she posted pictures and I always thank her for that. And the reason why is because I truly love that. And we belong to groups. View from our window and girls, girls love, love travel. to travel. Girls love travel. And it is so cool because then through that experience, we can sit there and say, oh my God, that's somewhere I want to go. But it's the feeling. And when we talk about the experience, we're talking about the feelings that are associated with it and how that expands our mind how learning about other things expands, opens up different doors, maybe even different opportunities for us that we didn't even think were possible. Yeah, exactly. And it makes it to where that you you make connections where you didn't even realize that those were opportunities. And I think, you know, expanding your mind through those experiences, it just enriches your life so much more. Um like you say, it opens up opportunities and things like that. So, and that can be done in so many ways. It, like I said, it's great when you can do it through travel. And then, like you say, you get to go back and you get to share those experiences with other people. You talk about them, traditions and the things that you learn along the way. And it is, it's well, amazing. I, I think what's really cool is sometimes when my clients are going to travel and if they know it's somewhere else I've been, 
like one of my clients was, went to Vegas not that long ago and and they're like and they're, they're like oh well what do you think I would like what are some of the stuff and they're like well you got to go to Bellagio and you got to go to the conservatory because you know there and you know all of the different stuff and so she did go and she talked about that and so me sharing my experience of what I like when say we go to Vegas was something that they could do too and you know, then she comes out and she goes, oh, yeah, and then they tried this. You know, our friend uh, Sandra was just there and she found a little uh, taqueria and she said, oh, my God, it was great. You know, and I was like, is it on the strip? You know, those kind of things. But we have the experience. And then to enhance that experience, I think, is the communication, the way in which we share the experience. Right. Because it's not just about you go and have the experience of the concert. And we're notorious for this. And this part I don't understand. And if somebody out there, I don't get it. We'll go watch a movie and then we talk about it. We talk about, well, what was that like? I mean, we we really talk about that experience. And there are other people I'll, I'll be like, well, did you guys talk about the movie? Uh, no. And looking at me like I'm weird. <laughs> and they're like, really? And I don't know how many other people do that, but I love that when we watch a movie, we will really talk about the whole thing we really take it apart cinematography (laughs) everything yeah i mean not with every single movie but you know it's one that moves us or that matters to us or whatever yeah absolutely that's what i was going to say too is that like there are so many ways to expand your mind through experience it doesn't have to just be travel it can be a movie it can be music it can be art and that's what's really cool just like i said being in that moment is i feel like the main part that really makes the difference. Well, and I think the other thing is, and we talk about this is books and reading. You're getting much more into reading than you used to be. It's not that you didn't like reading, just like maybe finding the right style of book or whatever. And I've, I've been a reader and I, I get that from my mom loved to read, love, love to read. And I think her kids are the same way, but reading, whether it's an autobiography, a self-help, you know, you name it, whatever it is, a fantasy, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I have always liked reading, but it's like lately, I just feel like that I've made that more of a, it's been more important to me to do that. So I feel like that, you know, every time that you do that, you have this opportunity to really expand your mind, especially with books. Well, and I think the other thing that you and I do is we'll pick a certain book and we'll read to each other. Yeah. So we'll read a chapter and then we stop and we talk about it. Yeah. And then we'll take turns. I'll read, you'll read, you know, but we take that time to talk about it. What are you getting out of this? You know, these are particularly different kinds of books, but if it's something that we're looking at, whether it's for business or for goal setting or for self-improvement, you know, whatever that is, but taking that opportunity because how you experience it might be different than my experience. And then sharing those experiences, it's like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Right. Having those conversations about it, it's really helpful, I think, especially when you're reading a book, like you say, like a whether it be a self-help or whatever like that. I really feel like it's important to have those kind of conversations about it. And, you know, I mean, Sandra, the friend that we travel with, talk about somebody who reads. I think she probably is reading seven books at one time. I, I never know with her. <laughs> True. But she has that true love of books. And, you know, we'll talk with her about the experience of reading books the sound of a book when you you know we talk about the difference between having it on a book that you can hold in your hand versus on a kindle or that and the smell of them Mm -hmm. there's an experience with that when you open it the feel of it for me you know it's so hard for me sometimes because I like the convenience of the kindle but then I also like 
the feel of the book. Right. And when you turn the page, the, the, the way pages feel, the smell of a book, yeah. all of those things. So I still, I have Kindle and then I have books because I can't make that transition to straight across. And partly it's because the experience, and we'll talk about the experience of a book and the holding it or whether it's the cover or whatever it is. It can be anything with us. Yeah, I know. I, I agree. I mean, I don't mind reading something on my, my Kindle or that, but I don't know. There's something about, like you say, just holding a book. And I don't know, the experience of that is different to me. And we're going to do a new experience this weekend. We're actually going to listen to an audio book. We've never done that together and stuff together. Yeah. So I've never listened to an audiobook. So this is going to be kind of interesting for me. But I, I'm looking forward to it because I think it's something then that we'll talk about. Once again, it's those experiences. And how is it expanding us? How is it making us not better than we are at this moment? Because better is kind of a judgment thing. And it's not that but it's about how is it moving us forward? What is it doing for us? Anything that's expanding us, you know, and, and, and making us look or be more aware of things or whatever that is, I think is really fascinating. It's a way to better yourself. I do feel like even on the most basic level, like the more that you read, the more you expand your vocabulary even. And even through doing that, it expands your mind. It's like you're able to think of those words when you need them, stuff like that. So it's just, there's so many ways that it expands your mind, I feel like. And I think too is that, I just finished reading Ozzy Osbourne's book, uh, Ozzy, and it was so fascinating to me. And, you know, when I talked with Christy about it afterwards, because we have perceptions even of people, you know, and then when I read his uh, book, it is, he's so brutally honest. And I, I, I love this book because, you know, when I worked with people who had addictions and things like that and, and had just that brutal honesty, but then getting to know the person outside of the drugs and where does that come from and, and and you know he's a pretty amazing person and I thought oh wow so that really made me even appreciate his music even more so that experience of reading the book and then we talked about it and you know that experience of that now when I listen to his work and I know what period it comes from that changes that experience a little bit. So that was, to me, was really kind of fascinating. Mm -hmm. You have a whole different frame of reference to come from. So I really enjoy reading books about different people and that and their experiences. I think that's important because then you're able to, I think it expands your mind to have more compassion with people and understanding, empathy, those kinds of things. And, you know, in my profession, I've read a lot of books that have been by people who suffer from certain types of mental illness and and when I read that and I'm reading it from their perspective, you know, then when I go in and it gives me a different version of what that might look like in the people that I see. So it helps me. It expands my knowledge base. It expands how I then can help somebody with that particular diagnosis, but see it maybe through a different lens, not through the therapeutic lens, but through the lens of the person who has experienced it. So that expand, that expansion of that, I think, is really important as well, because mm -hmm. you're right, seeing those things differently. And, yeah. you know, there's movies about that and all this and that. So it, once again, it doesn't have to be any one forum. It could be all because we do a lot of that. One of the things that we really like to do is we like to look at and, and read books about expanding our business, expanding our minds, those kind of things, because the more input you get, 
the more you expand, the it, it, the easier it is for me to conceptualize things. Exactly. I think that in, in doing that, you expand on your ability to do some critical thinking about things. And that's really important, even in everyday life, to be able to look at things objectively and, and not just... I think a lot of times people just get so wrapped up in the emotion, you know, of things. So I feel like that if you're in that moment and you're you're trying to learn from it, you know, and you're expanding your mind, you're able to look at things more on a wide angle and and have a better perception. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is is like sometimes people feel stuck. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're feeling stuck, and I love this about you if we're you know, we're talking about some other stuff as far as our business and stuff. And that'll be for later episodes. But one of the things is, is that if there's a word, you'll go look at it. And I love that because it then it goes, oh, yeah, well, this makes more sense or this makes more sense. And then you can draw from that. But the other thing that's really important is it's not just through that. We have social media, YouTube. I love that. It's kind of like if you want to do makeup, you don't know how to do it. You go YouTube it, man. And then you get this whole new experience. There's so many ways to get inspired. And like I say, I mean, you can expand your mind through, like we were saying, books or music or that. Art is another way of doing that. You know, what's interesting is, we've talked about this too, there are so many, a multitude of amazing, talented people. And I am so grateful for social media. Things like TikTok or YouTube. You know, YouTube is a little older than TikTok, but... YouTube allowed that forum where you can, in Facebook, all those things, where you can get mesmerized by that stuff from them doing hair to doing makeup to art to dance. to It doesn't matter what it is. It's such a great platform for people to express themselves. <laughs> I watch the videos, uh, usually nightly on, you know, it's the women who, and some men, but uh, the women who do the, swimming pools and stuff in the jungle and built their huts, you know, and they use just the more primitive stuff. Build whole whole homes out of bamboo and things like that, yeah. And I didn't realize there was something about it that really would draw me in. And a lot of it's the workmanship. It just fascinates me to know. But then I realized it was what you were experiencing, but I was watching and not really. So talk about expanding experience. I would watch it. So I had the visual piece. So I was looking at that visual piece. You weren't watching it. I was just listening. And I found that there's just such a rhythm just listening to all the sounds as they're creating this. And it doesn't even matter that I'm not looking at it. And in fact, you know, if I am looking at it, I'm appreciating what the visual piece. But when I'm not and I'm just sitting there and I'm listening to all the sounds of the nature and things, she's working with her hands you're hearing the birds, you hear the water running. I can get so relaxed in that, just listening to it. Well, and I was really happy she shared that experience because now what I'll do is sometimes I'll close my eyes when I'm listening to it and then it it creates another experience for me versus when when I'm looking at it. When I'm looking at it, I'm having that visual experience of the beauty of what they're doing but when I close my eyes, I experience the sound. And even for that, I was there like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. And it has a powerful effect. And 
I really feel like that uh, there again, another way of expanding your mind is slowing it down and giving it a rest. Sometimes, you know, we're so busy overthinking everything a lot of the time. Absolutely. Once again, the expansion of our mind, when we expand our mind and stuff like that. The other thing I always tell people is, man, don't reinvent the wheel. If there's a book out there on business or on, you know, self-help or mechanics or building a porch, I don't care what it is. Anything you're interested in. Yeah, don't reinvent the wheel, man. Go to the people who've already done it. Get ideas from them. Then take that experience and make it yours. And that's what it does. It starts to make your mind more active to where that you do. You start to have more ideas and things like that. Maybe it's something that you end up, you want to pursue for yourself you get ideas from all these experiences. That's what we mean by expanding the mind, I feel like. We just recently went to the store and found, it, it's just a poster. And as soon as I saw it, I was so drawn to it. It's a picture of a woman and she's looking up. She looks so thoughtful. There was something about that picture I really wanted to have it because it feels inspiring in some way. And, you know, it's funny because from where I'm sitting, I'm actually looking at the picture and I continuously look back at it and I know what that is. But even that, we had a conversation about, oh, my God. And my thing was, it's like she's contemplating, but she's doing it in a peaceful way. Like there's a zenful feel to it, even though it looks like there's multiple ideas. And it's just very, very fascinating. Yeah. It's like you look at that picture and you just see possibilities. Exactly. And I think that's what it is. One of the things I'm always telling my clients that I work with is that my job as a therapist is to bring things into awareness. And I think this is the thing when we're expanding our minds, we're bringing things into awareness. Sometimes things we don't even know. You know, we may not even know we'd like something. And then, you know, you're scrolling through Facebook and then it's like, <laughs> what is this? Let me look. And you find, I mean, I would have never guessed that I would have liked to see them building those things, you know, the swimming pools in the, I wouldn't have, but it is something that I really enjoy the workmanship and all sorts of stuff about it. And, but that's what it is. We don't know because it's outside of our awareness. And even when we're looking at uh, other things, like not just stuff that's external to us. Sometimes when we're talking about the experiences that we're having, sometimes we're so hurried, we're not even paying attention to our experience when I think about that, I think about like sometimes people with food, we're in such a hurry. A lot of the time you can throw down lunch in 15 minutes and not even know what it really tasted like. So, you know, but that's, and that was one of the things we talked about in the culture. Like when we went to Europe and stuff like that, where that they really want you to break it down, talk about the food, really experience it. And that, how often are we in a rush that we don't, we don't even realize I mean, they even give you pointers on that when they're talking about nutrition and stuff that like people just watching TV and you don't even realize you ate the whole bag of chips, <laughs> really? you know, it's a really key thing that people just don't even tune into. They don't even realize they're doing it. Well, you know, what was really interesting. We went and had dinner with our friends, Michael and Heather, and we're having dinner with them and time goes by, but we, we really engage with them. We, we have a lot of conversation with them and then, you know, now we've been there an hour, now it's two hours, now it's three hours. And and the time time doesn't matter in that instance because we are truly involved in the moment. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. We are missing moments and sometimes we're missing them because we don't have an awareness to it. That awareness 
And in order to have experience, we have to be aware that it's happening around us. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't. I, and it's true. I mean, we're all very busy. You know, everybody's busy. Everybody's this and everybody's that. And I always tell people at some point, it's not that we lack time. It's that we lack time management. Exactly. We don't budget our time the way that we should. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that becomes that thing, too, of when we have that awareness and when we start to do that expansion of our minds and that is we start to realize the things that are more important than not that making money is not fun for people, especially when you make more than you have to spend. out. I mean, that's not it. But it's really, what experiences am I missing? Mm -hmm. Well, and it's how you think about things. You know, it's like we've talked about the money that you make from your job. You know, it's a tool to make things happen. And putting everything in perspective and prioritizing that. You know, we were just talking yesterday about, like, with retirement and how people will put off doing so many things just to wait till retirement but your life is now. Well, I was a client and I were talking about that yesterday, and she does quite a bit of stuff. And I'm there, well, why? I, how much does that take away? And she's there, well, yeah. She goes, but well, I think I have to do this three more years, and then I got to do this, and then it's just like this. I said, I think we got this wrong in the United States. And what I mean by that, I don't know, maybe other countries do too. I can't speak for them. I can only speak for here. You know, from the time we're little, we're taught about making money. We're taught about planning for retirement. So we're always planning for something that hasn't even happened. And how many times, even when I've worked with people close to retirement, and you know, that's what I was telling her. I said, Oh, great. I said, let me just not do anything. And let me save all my money for retirement so that I'm okay. When I retire, and I said, so then when I want to go hike and stuff, now my knees are messed up or something. And you know, now I don't have the same mobility or all of that. I think what we do is we miss out on those experiences that help us because we're too busy looking into a future and something that hasn't happened yet. And does that mean I think that people shouldn't have backup plans and they shouldn't have some type of security? Absolutely not. But what I do think is that they've been taught a different mentality about it here. And I have people who they're at jobs, they absolutely flip and hate yeah. But I got to do it because I got to retire. Okay, so let's be miserable for the next four years, shall we? And how is that going to impact your health? And then when you do get to retirement, oh, guess what? Now you're having heart disease or, you know, heart attacks or you're having this or you're having that. So now you just retired in time to take care of all your medical needs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so once again, it's not don't plan for retirement, but it's also don't sacrifice the moments. Right. And if you're going to plan for retirement, plan for moments. Once again, it's that time management thing. Exactly. Make both happen. But I hear this a lot in my practice. Yeah. And people are tired and they're like, oh, geez, I wonder why you're tired. Mm -hmm. Of course you're tired. When was the last time you did something that was just about you and just about having fun? And think about how many people have talked about just being on burnout because they're like the hamster on the wheel. Absolutely. And I think that's what it is, listening to our bodies, having awareness, pay attention, and then gain more knowledge about who you are and those experiences that you need. And that's that expansion of the mind. You know, that's that expansion. But expansion is not just our external stuff. It's also that internal, 
that internal piece of us that, you know, we're more about we'll go and go and go and go. We'll vacation. We'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do that. You know, and all this other stuff. But heaven forbid you ask somebody, well, what was that like for you? Or, you know, if you ask them, well, what did you like the most or whatever? And they're like, I don't know. And they're like, you just spent a week on vacation. Mm -hmm. And you don't have more to say about it than that. <laughs> or they'll find one thing that they liked and that's it. And I'd say, you just were gone for a whole entire week and this is what you can come up with. What were you doing? Why were you not present? Yeah. Why were you not having this experience in order to learn more about yourself, learn more about somebody else or some culture or whatever it is? And oftentimes, once again, it gets back into that where people are always focused or not always, I shouldn't say that that's an extreme, but people a lot of the time are focused on what's not happening yet. Yeah. <laughs> and, and once again, I can't read a good book or do anything like that if my mind is preoccupied with what I'm supposed to do tomorrow or how much money do I have to save? When do I get to retire? No, because at the end of the day, all we're doing is looking at something that hasn't happened and we are missing everything that is happening at this moment. Yeah. And in order to have those experiences to broaden who we are, our life, our mind, but even whether it's our business or whatever it is. And that's the other thing. If you're to have those experiences, to broaden that, to, to have those business practices, you know, it's important to take that time to pause, to read. About, once again, don't reinvent the wheel. Go read somebody who's in business or go look at Etsy stores if you're going into creative things or whatever. There's so many things. You know, now I think is a time where we're actually learning and understanding that if you have a like and an interest, that might even be your new way of making money. Yeah, exactly. But you have go research, go do something, do an action. Mm -hmm. And when you do an action, so maybe even if you do an action and it doesn't turn out, you still gain knowledge. You had an experience. Now you have something else to use later on. Absolutely. And it, it gives you ideas to work with. So you see what didn't work this time. You know, it gives you more of an idea of how to proceed to make it successful. Even like with this podcast, you know, we didn't know what to expect. I don't even know if we had really much expectation. No. <laughs> Which is okay, you know, because we did it because in our mind, if we had one person who listened, then our podcast was successful. Yeah, if it helped anybody. It didn't matter. Yeah. One person listened, got something out of it. We have now been successful. Right. And that to me was so cool. And then, you know, when uh, because it keeps track of where people are listening and I even, I even told Christy, I said, it blows my mind that somebody in some other country listened to us. Yeah. Kenya. I can't even, my mind just went blank with the ones that we have. Canada, Australia. There's a few. Germany. Just some different ones out there that, and it's like, how cool is that? To me alone, that was such an, an awareness and an expansion of my mind and that it helped me to remember that we are connected. Right. Like we've never been connected before. Mm -hmm. So even doing the podcast, you know, that was an experience. And each week, believe it or not, we learn something new. We're always learning stuff. We're looking at it and saying, and we also say, you know, well, is there other stuff we can do to make it better? Mm -hmm. You know, all of those things. But we're not going to go 
sit there and start from the beginning and try to no we're going to take all the experience we have listen to other people's experience those kind of things that is what's going that's that expansion that's that like i say it helps give you ideas and things like that i want to i never listened to podcasts prior to us starting this until you know we had the idea and stuff and i i went and listened to some different kinds just to get an idea of what that format sounded like and so it was interesting to me and like i said it does when you take the moment to really experience it and and expand your mind as i say is is it really helps you to get more ideas about how to move forward you know and i think what's really interesting is when we talk about expansion of mind sometimes it can be in that quiet or in that still one of the reasons i love gardening is when i'm doing that it's like i really think about oh my god what look at what the soil gives us what water gives us i the feel of it all of those things and it's that it's being present in that moment that i learn more even about the soil here in Colorado Springs because it is not like the soil where i grew up it's a little more difficult soil but then it's like well why is it difficult you know all those things that come into play with that mm-hmm. so it's a little bit it's a little bit different but like i said that mindfulness you know when i cook i look at colors and i'll even think well i wonder why the color changes sometimes i will actually go google stuff if i'm cooking well why does this happen right it's that curiosity mm-hmm. and i think that's the thing i tell people be curious curiosity is this amazing thing and that's what i love about little kids they're curious about everything right and as adults we try to stop the curiosity mhm i think about like with kids i think it's because they're not so encumbered in all of the conditioning yet people just get so conditioned to think a certain way that they don't question things and you know i always tell parents when i'm working with them is children's curiosity is their learning that's yeah. how they expand their mind yeah if we stop their curiosity we stop the expansion of their mind and that's why i say if they're curious if they're in my office and they're looking at certain things they're doing so they're like it's not harming anybody leave them alone or they'll ask me what is this i'll say if it's i have this thing in my office and i keep trying to get rid of it and the kids just love it but it's like a not rubbery texture but it's got a sticky kind of weird texture but it has little tentacles all over like a gel thing yeah and inside there was a ball in there and if you hit it it would light up so the kids really love that well they've played with that stupid thing so much that it tore open the balls out there's no light and the kid comes to me a couple of weeks ago and says Miss Sharon what is it I says baby it's whatever you want it to be and I don't know he says something and I said oh okay she sorry and then so she goes well like what can you do with it so i had some magnets and i put the magnet i put magnets in and then i put kept the other magnets and then i held it up and stuff like that and thought that was so cool so i've had to create all these but there's that curiosity but what it does for me and why i love working with kids is it keeps my curiosity there i have to think one step ahead of them so when they're asking me these things i've got to be there like looking in my room okay what can i do with that how can i make it something different how can i create <laughs> Yeah. And then that would be difficult for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting to me cuz we when we had the twins, you know, if they were getting restless or whatever, my thing would be, "Okay, you guys, we're going to tell a story. I'm going to start and then you go next and you go next and then here's Christie's turn." 
Yeah, everybody tell a different part of the story, and I would go completely blank. Well, you know, because kids, they veer off of the story, and so it doesn't even make sense. And I think in your mind, maybe you're trying to make sense. And you don't. You just go off on it, and you take it to another. And Christy gets that deer-in-the-headlight look. Yeah. And it's not. It's just curiosity. It's just doing things. It's without being pre- It's It's with being in that moment and not worrying about, oh, my God, am I going to say something right or wrong or whatever. It's none of that stuff is it. I think that maybe now, even, you know, because I ha- this is something that I've been working on for sure, is through experience, being in that moment and that, and through the reading or whatever it is, I feel like that now, I don't know, it feels like a more lightheartedness and you you feel like that you are able to be more creative. And I think that comes through those experiences. So I don't know, maybe I'd be a little better at it now. I don't know. <laughs> But I always tell, you know, once again, I've been doing this job for about therapy for about 22 years. One of the things is I tell people, and particularly parents, there's no logic to play. That's what I love about kids. They can change the narrative anytime. And there's no harm, no foul. With adults, we forget, you know, as people become adults, they forget to have that curiosity. They forget to sometimes change the narrative because the curiosity and changing of the narrative sometimes changes and expands our mind. It takes us to a place we didn't even know existed. Imagination is a great thing. And I feel like that, like I said, doing all of these things, it helps expand even that imagination piece. And that's where I'm saying about, I feel like that lightheartedness comes in because you're able to do that and not just be in the thought process all the time. We're so realistic all the time, it seems like we're trying to make sense of everything. And it doesn't always have to be that way. Exactly. And I think, too, you know, when we're talking about this and we're talking about the expansion of mind, not just mind, but the expansion of who we are, whatever, through experiences, we have to be in the moment with the experience. And when we get to be in that moment with that experience, what, regardless of what that experience is, there will be growth. There's the potential for growth in it. When we are doing this podcast, we are in this moment. We don't, this is not scripted. We talk, we are in the moment. And sometimes I'm sure you guys as listeners probably think, where are they going with this? (laughs) I don't know. But if you are, it's because this is real. This is in the moment where we are talking and these ideas and these thoughts come to us. And then we share them with you. It's not about scripting. It's not about having, oh, we're going to ask this question. No, I couldn't do that anyway. I am the type of person who I'm very in the moment, as my clients will sometimes say. (laughs) But I think that enhances those experiences that we have. So when you're listening to this, and that's why this anybody who listens, this is an experience. And you can listen, and if it's 50 minutes, there might only be 30 seconds of it that's relevant to you or that you care about then man, take that 30 seconds. Yeah. Take it, expand it, do what you have to with it, make it matter. Right. It's not the whole thing. We don't expect it to be the whole thing. This is our thing. We're just grateful when people listen and part- participation. You know, I'm always about participation, mm-hmm. but I get it. This is a little bit different. Podcasts don't have that same participation in that way, unless of course we have a guest speaker or something like that on here. But it is that element of it 
whether you're watching something or you're in a training or you're this or, you know, an eight hour training, I'm thinking, oh, good Lord. But even in the eight hour training, if I take, if there's five seconds, five minutes, whatever it is, if I can walk away with that, then it's had value to me. Right. And that's the thing. Find value in any of those things that you're doing within your daily life. Find the value in it. And then how can it help expand who you are, your business, your personal goals, your professional goals, parenting, whatever it is. Right. That becomes the value of that experience. Yeah. But we will often gripe and complain. And I've been guilty of that because I don't do well in trainings. I'm the first to admit it because I move around too much. I I learned through, but I, I'm very bad at training. <laughs> you get very distracted. It's not distracted. It's that I have, you know, as a play therapist, they give you little bags of toys because we're, we're in play therapy trainings. I don't think that's a good idea to give me a bag of toys because I'm going to play with the toys because that's the experience. And so I was in a training and I'm, you know, there's a slinky and I'm playing with the slinky and the, the presenter has started talking and I'm listening, but then I get really involved in my slinky <laughs> and everything I do with my slinky. Cause I'm thinking, Oh my God, I can show my kids this. And you know, when I'm working with them, you know, cause it, cause then I'm thinking, let me, how does this slinky, how can I teach them something with it? Hmm. The flexibility of who we are, all of these things. And then the person who was with me kind of hits me and I turn around, look, it's quiet in the room. And everybody's watching me play with my slinky. And they're like, oops. So it wasn't you that was distracted. It was all of them. Yeah. Who had them, Yeah. Who had them paying attention to me instead of the presenter lady. But the presenter lady's looking at me too. And so, you know, it was like, okay, I'll put my slinky down. But interestingly enough, you weren't listening. I could tell what that person was saying. Yeah. But it was like that experience And when I work with kids and I'm playing with toys and I'm playing with clay and I'm doing that, I truly am experiencing it. And I'm working with them on what does that feel like? What is that texture? Mm -hmm. If you do this, what does it do? Well, what's the point of a fidget toy if you're not fidgeting with it while you listen? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But that's it. And then I take that experience and I could take that experience and I could take it into my office. Right. And then I could teach the kids because sometimes we're working with uh, finite and gross motor skills, sometimes with them, depending on what we're doing, and watching the wonderment of them. And then them saying, oh, but Miss Sharon, look, you can do this with the slinky. I said, oh, my gosh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Those are experiences. And it's small, or it may feel small. But to that child who learns through that to take it a step further. Yeah, it's expanding their mind. It's showing them to look at things differently. So hopefully you take away from this podcast this week is that to expand our minds, we have to be aware. We have to be present in those moments in order to really absorb that in order to, and then decide, is this relevant? Can this help me? If not, you push that to the side, but you take what is relevant and you help it to build on what you already have, because that's all it is. You already have all this wealth of information, but we never have all the information. Mm-hmm. There's always room to learn. There's always room to expand. And sometimes it's not our expansion is on that personal level that sometimes gets pushed to the side. And 
the expansion of that personal level because when we expand personally, I think it's like even you said that light, more lightness, yeah, that more lighthearted because through all of that expansion, you're right, you're getting more lighthearted. She's, um, whereas probably because I did play therapy for me, I can just switch into those. <laughs> well, it's you get into a comfort. There's a comfort yes. comfortability that comes with it the more that you do it and the more you expand your mind and realize the value of those experiences. And one of the things I love about our relationship, because I love many things about it, but one of the things I really love about our relationship is when we get in those places where we will laugh so hard. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it can be over something very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it will be so hysterically funny for us. Yeah. And even in that moment, in sharing that experience, what it does is it tells you, oh, my God, I want more of those experiences. I love the way it makes me feel because we'll talk about it. Right. And that's it. It's not they don't the experiences don't have to be these grandiose things. Sometimes it's the moment of laughing hysterically with the person you love and then talking about how stupid the thing is that you were laughing about. Yeah. But but nothing can take away that experience. Exactly. Because experience is also, we're creating memories as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, when you create a memory, you're not creating the picture, you're creating the feeling. The feeling, yes. And this is what's important. Remember that. That's why people take video and picture, because sometimes they walk away and they may not have the picture, but they have the feeling. And it is the feeling that is really important. Mm-hmm. It is that feeling that you draw, you can pull right back to you. Oh my God, I remember laugh, that laugh, whatever that is. So in this, in this expansion, remember, it can be minuscule or it can be grand. Either way, be in the moment, have the experience and see from that experience let it expand something in your life. Yes. And that expansion doesn't have to be grandiose. Once again, it's little things. Baby steps get you places. Yes. So we hope you enjoyed the podcast today. Understand this. We really do enjoy doing this. We enjoy. It really is like we have y'all in our living room. We're just talking to you. So we're grateful for that. And as always, we are very grateful for the people who listen to us. Yeah. And do you remember that we are on uh, Facebook, Two Girls in a Pod, Life's Journey and Everything in Between. And if you ever want to get on there and um, comment or message us, you know, questions or things that you'd like to address, that would be great. Or say, hey, I have some really great information. I'll be on your podcast. <laughs> you know, hey, we're pretty open. So anyway, you guys have a really great, spectacular week and create those experiences and we look forward to next week. Bye. Bye.